at the sound of my voice was originally created for me to verbalize my poetry. Initially, when I first began writing, it was a way for me to escape. To use words to create a different outcome when whatever was happening in my life wasn't what I wanted it to be. Well, you know how the mind works. Once your imagination starts to run, if you let it run long enough, you might end up somewhere new. I've always been one a desire to inspire mental as well as a physical stimulation with my work. With this platform, I want to introduce the most seductively, prolifically diverse, widest array of poetry and scripted stories that will arouse the audience's intellect and hopefully provide a newness in their perspectives. Now, at the sound of my voice, let's go. I hold it down for my city, Mariana R. Kansas, where I'm really from, where my mans and them carry that matrimony to the streets as clearly as my hands are near to me. Married twice, but this one is nice, so I don't mind having a slice of that American, that sweet venereal that she's married to as far as her eyes can see. I might be slightly, but never mind. I hold her down no matter where. I have to carry her to potent poetry designs I loaded the network is ever growing. Vision never slowing as I keep pouring in celebration over towering over them. The lower locusts, plagues of fakes, not friends, but really snakes. Placidity mirage-like, that's why when they dry, I never cry full lake. Shores, of course, never dawn on them. For dawn's sake, type three, naturally beautiful with every breath that she takes. You're taught to believe that it's not acceptable if it's not straight. Stronger than a perm when it comes to fraternizing with the enemy just to make cake. I'm good on both ends with fiends, friends, kin, and the bottles of sin that's toxic with the mix of gems coming from that deeper source from wind blowing like backwoods for some to release the pressure of still waters running deep as the shallow creek of feces paddled through just to rain in rain even though you're the only one that feels my pain. Disdain dismantles leading the distance because of disapproval, disbelief, the relief follows the grief of lost seas that would never have made even possible for you to change the inevitability of you actually changing into the change that you complain about seeing so I keep it canned only for canned disc can't swim I can't fish but rather keep my palate clean as I depict fit full mouth of her significance so that's what's implanted in my mind won't be belligerence the interesting thing about this piece it kind of just came to me as I was listening to some new music. So I figured I should just go ahead and get that out there before I really go into what it meant to me to be able to write a piece like this. Um, we get in these moods sometimes as to where we're afraid to step outside the box of what we've grown to, to be in, to feel like we're out of the box, but we really just made a bigger box for us to sit in. You know... I'm always inspired, always inspired. And one thing I learned recently is that my inspiration has no bounds, doesn't matter where it comes from. Either something inspires me to work harder or it inspires me to go back into the lab and not feel bad about missing out on some things that aren't really for me. You know, I, I love, love what I'm seeing in people that drive their tenacity, their their determination to build their brands and I love seeing it and 
this was a piece I was actually waiting for. It may not necessarily come across to everyone the same way I'm hoping that it does, but I'm okay with that. And that's one of the things I learned when I was writing this piece, how I felt it, how I said it. Um, I meant every word of it. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, and I wanted to write something for a change that was not only a little bit different, but I have this idea to represent where I'm from. I think my city is very well represented, although it's still underrepresented with all the great talents that have come from it. You know, there's, you know, when you leave a small town and that town continues to decline in a lot of ways, you don't necessarily forget about it. You mention it, but it becomes a mention versus a significance in the craft and what you do and how you take it to places. I've, no, I've even known celebrities that forget to mention that they're even from a whole state, let alone a particular city in that state. But, you know, I've, I've run across so many people, and I've said this in different interviews and stuff that I've had where people are kind of tied to what they've done before and what they've always done. It's a comfort zone that we get in and we get stuck in it. And when it comes to being creative and how we want to do things, we kind of deviate away from what we want to do. And of course, I've been um, watching Power, you know, the, 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 the third series. And one of the lines that were said in it was, sometimes we have to forget about or move away from the mindset of thinking about dreams that we can't even get to. We have to forget about them let alone the ones that we tried and, you know, didn't necessarily realize. But look at some of the ones we actually have to make a conscious effort to turn away from. And that's something I see a lot of people do. You know, this is not a movie. This is our actual lives. And we don't necessarily have a chance to really talk to people, indulge, and have those relationships with people that are for us succeeding. We run into more people with negativity. So a lot of times we focus on that and we focus on what the next person hasn't done or what we hadn't seen up close. Like we've seen so many people go through so many struggles, but we forget that it's okay for us to go through that same struggle. What you learn from it is that you stay the course, you keep going, you keep moving. And a lot of people stop moving, you know. They will treat a passion as if it was just a good idea at some point when really it was something that could have taken them out of their current situation, could have taken them taken them to where they would have been extremely, not only happy, but prosperous and in a mind space to want to help other people. Um, I speak a little bit in here about being married twice. The first time I was, it was, it was what it was. I'll leave it at that. But you get to a point as to where you want to highlight those things in your life that that have taken you to a different mindset, taken you and ele elevated you to a higher level of thinking and awareness. You still make your mistakes. You still have your missteps and things like that. But some things in life just kind of keep you grounded, keep you focused on what you're trying to do. And no matter the mistakes or missteps, you still have in mind that you want to be there for people. You want to help people. And a, lot, a large part of you as a person is being able to be available, being able to be dependable, being able to be depended on. Even though we may not look for it and we don't want people to just lean on us, we still want to be in the mind of people in a way as to where it's not a bad aftertaste or a bad afterthought. Um, anybody who knows me know I do a lot of poetry. 
designing and things like that and I'm trying my best to grow my network and it's definitely making some strides but I think people forget that when you're a creative and you're in a particular space that you go through a lot too it sounds like we're doing a lot and we really are but at the same time when we go through those transitions of either elevation or we lose a lot of people because everybody's not seeing that vision as a creative as a mind that thinks beyond the, the right now circumstances or what those circumstances seem to want to project for our futures a lot of times people turn away from that and people lean too and what I've learned is that you have an opportunity to not only continue to prosper but you can even prosper in your situation where if you want to be someone who's more independent and you're no longer clocking in somewhere you can do that but you still have to do it in stages you still have to be in a position as to where you you have a, a plan of contingency should that job no longer be what you need or should that job decide that they no longer need you there are several ways to approach that then I go into uh, type 3 naturally beautiful of course all women are beautiful to me and this is no um, shot at anybody else but I am pro my black queens I love them absolutely no matter what stage in life they're in they may not be for me but I'm still for them if you dig what I'm saying and type three is pretty much a hair type there's always been this controversy when it comes to a woman's hair what natural beauty is or oh her hair's like this so she should do x y and z I love a woman in her element no matter how she chooses to do it or live in it if she chooses to do her hair differently she want, doesn't want to keep natural it's still her type three is just a metaphor so just loving the fact that a woman takes breath she's able to breathe at some point and if I can be of service I try my best to because I could never fully understand the plight of a woman of course or especially a minority woman black woman especially so for me it's important that I keep myself in a position that's where I can understand the different aspects of who she is so when we move forward in any capacity especially business especially where she's offering herself a sense of um awareness of the vulnerability she's going to have to give up in order to do business because that vulnerability is not always just give 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 to you it's also where she has to entrust a certain part of whatever it is she's trying to build within herself um i also speak about being good on both ends with fiends friends and kin because they all the old saying goes keep your friends close your enemies closer your enemies are going to always be your enemies because they have a, mind, a certain mindset. But if you make it mutually beneficial, that enemy can also be your friend. It may just only be your friend in business, but if you turn away the good business for the, great, for the greater good, then what are you really doing to prosper and reach the masses? Because even someone that dislikes you can still work with you, at least in that capacity, and you can go your separate ways. I learned that actually still clocking in somewhere. So you have to look at all the stuff, the shit that you have to go through and see that that shit actually breeds something. And the best metaphor scenario for that is how well manure grows the land and how green the land is, how prosperous the earth is because of manure. So some shit just basically helps you grow all in all. 
And then I said, so I keep it canned only for canned. It's basically keeping it bottled up. Can't swim and I can't fish. Swimming means basically no matter what's going on, I dive in, I go head first. I can make it happen. It's not going to bother me. I can't fish meaning that I can go out and get it and bring it back. But I'd rather keep my palate clean as I depict the fifth. Basically, whatever it is, I'm trying to handle however it is I have to make it there. I'm trying my best to make sure that I do I do my part where I need to do my part so any mistakes I make any missteps I have trying to minimize those so no one you know really gets hurt just in case I'm doing it wrong just in case I'm going left when I should have went right and vice versa because I care about people that much no matter what's going on uh, full mouth of her significance uh, although there's many things about a woman that's absolutely significant more so in this particular case, I was talking about since I can't fish and I'd rather keep my palate clean as I depict the fifth. In this particular case, it's a double entendre where I'm saying that I have so much in my mouth of her that I can't speak. So I plead the fifth in the full mouth of her significance is that significant space down there in which a woman has to really offer up to you and allow you to really um, be in that space with her. And it's implanted in my mind that it won't be belligerence means that I know how to address it when that vulnerability, that sense of security, that sense of sacrifice that a woman gives a man to allow him to even kiss that part. See, a lot of people get it really misconstrued thinking that just because a woman allows you to perform oral sex on her, that she's completely okay with you and that it was next to nothing that, oh, it feels so good. Of course you would. That, that's not your pickup line. That's not the direction you go in. Because a, a real woman, a very authentically genuine woman, once she allows you into that space, there's nothing in that space that's easy for her. And I had to learn that. So when she allows you in that space, yeah, you have a mouthful. Shut up. Do your job. Make it happen. And it's not so much about just her responses. It's about you accepting her welcome. And then being in a mindset to understand that even though you're the you're the person that's the um, I guess the more proactive in a sense, for lack of a better word, or the um, the leader in that particular sense, she still allowed you to lead in that sense because it's her, it's her, it's who she is in that moment. And even though there aren't many words spoken, there's a certain vulnerability that's there that you have no idea how much strength it takes for her to actually be in that position. So this piece in itself was a lot more about you being who you are, taking those leaps, take, making those steps, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, taking your time at your pace, not allowing anyone to rush your process. And no matter whether you're talking about entrepreneurship at home and your relationship from a physical standpoint or if there's an understanding at, at some point with someone, whatever the case may be understanding your worth your power your influence the power of your tongue in every sense that you can possibly think of and then just taking a leap of faith and just being who you are of course this is something different from the other episodes but at the same time is it really different you know it was delivered different it's written different but in this case you have to hear the words and how they flow in order for you to get it versus hanging on those words that are basically there in some people's minds for shock value. Um, you're going to hear it when I roll in the, the closing parts of this episode, but 
I do appreciate you for listening. I do appreciate your time, your ears, and everything that you've given up to this point. Uh, This is going to be another bonus episode, or it may be episode 32. I don't know. But uh, I appreciate the fact that you decided to take this time to take a listen. So I promise to continue to deliver and get better at it. to express my deepest appreciation for you taking the time to listen to this episode of At The Sound Of My Voice. If you have any questions or feedback, please feel free to leave a voicemail, a comment, or a review. If you're interested in being a guest or advertising with us on At The Sound Of My Voice or any of our social platforms, please email us at channel82 at gmail.com. That's C-H-A-N-N-E-L, the number 8, T-Y, the number 2, at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at at underscore the underscore sound underscore of underscore my underscore voice for even more content and updates. And stay tuned for our merch coming very soon.